so mad there's no control Ladies and gentlemen, just in case so you under like, rock, I might you grab a bat, I don't know my rap, my blood boils over like Oh god, here goes, I lost all feeling from my head to my toes You said some shit that I can't let go, so just stay tuned for the rest of the show So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch is how you see things, realize something needs change Cause I know you got me fucked up, let me show you what's up Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of payment, just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh god, adrenaline wasted, so mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back I'll do what it takes, I ain't making mistakes like that I'll bleed on your face just to make you go take it back I'll move my shit, I go crazy when I'm Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the BX Sports Jedi Network brings to you the most over-tantalizing, up-and-coming new podcast of the wrestling universe. It is the Heel of the Ring NXT edition with BX Sports Jedi Kev and my co-host, Dust Samurai, and we are the Heel of the Ring podcast, the NXT edition. Samurai, what is up, my friend? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Just, uh, you know. Sitting here chilling. All right, all right. It is Wednesday, and of course, last night, the NXT 2.0 edition, the June 14th edition, uh, Heel of the Ring NXT edition, where yours truly was in attendance for the next two weeks. And of course, for everyone that's seen us on the video podcast form, you see the video picture of the BX Force Jedi giving the salute right behind None other than crying. Uh, come and let me ask you this, Samurai. Are you ready? Am I ready for what? <laughs> Are you ready? Of course I am. Let's do this. All right. And, and if you ain't down with the Heal the Ring podcast, I got two words for you. Just subscribe. Now, let's break it in. Of course. The June 14th edition of WWE NXT 2.0 was all about opportunities. Of course, the young talent wants to prove themselves against the established champion. Of course, we have a, a six-man tag later on in the evening. Settled uh, was Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, Jace Jalen, better known as Toxic Attraction, taking out, taking on a, a trio of ladies. Of course, our breakthrough winner. Roxanne Perez, Indy Hartwell, and Cora Jade for later on this evening. Now, it looks like we're having a, a tag team forming in Cora Jade and Indy Hartwell looking to maybe some down, down, down the road, the throne toxic attraction. But we shall get into it when we break it down. We'll have both types of and we'll go with the very first match. And, of course, it is... For the NXT Tag Team Champions, for the first time defending their tag team titles, the Creed Brothers, Julius Creed and Brutus Creed, taking on Edis Adolfe and Malik Blade. Now, both we saw last week leading up to this match, they were, you know, both Adolfe and, and Blade were congratulating the Creed Brothers. They were celebrating, and the Creed Brothers did a nice, friendly gesture. You know what? 
we would we would send you would defend our honor to defend the titles against you guys roderick strong did not like it he was upset he goes what are you doing this is not charity now before we get to that match what was your thought on that promo between them um you know it was you know good i mean i like i like i said i think that the, the diamond mine should be uh faces realistically i mean because there's no other uh face faction that's there so um you know that i i just think that realistically i don't know where they're going with with roderick strong but i just think he should just suck up and be a face Okay, a little resistance from Roderick Strong. Uh, before the match, we see Roderick Strong, Damien Kemp. I mean, now we're watching the match from backstage. The match starts. Let me tell you, that match, the crowd uh, being in attendance, we were on fire with that, with the, seeing them defending their tag titles. One thing I wanted to say that as soon as um, Brutus comes out with a T-shirt, flips it to the crowd, and right to the hands of my wife, um thank you thank you julius for uh brutus actually for tossing the t-shirt uh diamond mind uh t-shirt right in the hands to the jedi home to the wife and it was cool it was good to see them there um up there in person the suplexes the action and blade and, and no faith you know no is going to be a star he is going to be polished star and also blade malik blade you could see they're real young wet behind the ears especially blade but all in all, they worked really well as a tag team. I was very, very surprised and very happy to see them. Um, young, two young competitors in the ring, tagging in and out, crisp. And, and also, Enofe has so much strength. And, of course, the Key Brothers with that amateur wrestling background did a phenomenal job. You know, And remember, remember, folks, full disclosure, I mention it week after week, NXT is a developmental wrestling league. They're learning how to cut promos. They're learning how to take the bumps. Also, capitalize the crowd, live audience, as well as for those watching on the USA Network. It's not going to be well-oiled, but I tell you what, there was no botches in this match. No botches. Yes, where they kept it simple to a degree. There was some, there was some good suplexes and good moves. So those that are trying to look for high-end and, and acai moonsaults and all that other stuff, go watch Raw and all the other higher programs. This is developed. This is put your, I always say it and I always made that disclosure. Put yourself in the shoes. If you were first time wanted to be in the wrestling business, you finally get all the physical attributes and you're now going to make your debut. And this is what you're in. This is what NXT is. You're going to make your debut now. Okay, kid, you practice, you warmed up. Now you're going to go into the ring. And this is what NXT platform provides and those four competitors in that in that ring they did a good job that match me personally out of, if you want to give it a, a a eight out of eight i'm gonna give it eight out of ten or or uh a b plus in my ideal um what's your thoughts on that match and the way the the, the way the whole storyline with both of these um tag teams coming together i mean you know it was uh pretty good i mean i like i said i i do like the creeds and uh they they really sold me on their tag team reign so far, um, even though it was just their first title defense. I do think that um, I think they uh, the the actually you know towards the end of the match there was kind of like a like a like a like a small botch, but it wasn't noticeable. Uh, when I think it was 
Julius. Yeah, Julius. When Julius tried to uh, lift up, uh, I think it was either a no pair or or blade. I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, but he didn't. He couldn't get up all the way, and then like it, it, it just didn't look very good. But you know, they they still won with the unnecessary lariat. So, right, and and also during the during different parts of the match, you know, Blade, you know, and Malik Blade is the younger one of of both uh, of his tag team. Man, you could see that he looks like a young. He looks like a young kid, and the way he just lifted Brutus and planted him before tagging Enofe. With a driving elbow for they almost had a near fall on that they sold it that was really good i was i was you know in the crowd we were we were excited opening match it was phenomenal and then julius when julius got the hot tag and he came in there brute and he ran over no fade with a pair of forearms and, and rebound into a drop that his drop kicks are getting better and better week after week and i really appreciate that from both from all four competitors you know i remember seeing it played in fade couple weeks when i first started getting into nxt more often i said let me take a look at these kids they, they're young you could tell they were wet behind the ears and as we transpire all in all i really liked it it was you know the matches were good you had a couple back and forth near falls by both by both um by all four teams you know you you saw a lot of athleticism the youth and, and hopefully with the good coaching that they have in nxt in the performance center they're gonna get better there's always, you know, they could always get better. And especially the Creed brothers as a tag team and, and playing up the crowd. They they had us engaged and we were chanting, we were cheering. And you know what? Although despite, you know, Julius Creed uh, uh, caught Blade with a super with a super side suplex for and, and a running clothesline for and of course that big brute for a Brutus win. All in all, they really didn't didn't they did not look bad. Adolfe and Blade were not squashed. This was a competitive match. Especially for for a title defense match, I, I can't stop raving. And, and for an opening match, I'm very excited and very um, happy to be part of that. And sky's the limit for both tag teams. Yes, indeed. All right, so we'll move on next. To the, any any other stuff for Diamond Club um, before we move on with any any other observations or anything? Um. Yeah, uh, well, there there was a segment I think either it was it was it was either after the match or later in the show, where they uh they they are backstage and I think um Ivy Nile is talking to I can't think of what her name is right now. Taxon Plexi. Uh, Tatum Paxley. No, yeah, yeah, Tatum Paxley. Um, and she says uh something to her. And then Roger Strong comes in, comes comes in and says, uh, "What are you doing? You've been you were on her on her you were on her heels a week couple weeks ago." And then uh, the Creeds come in, and you know, the Creeds say that they give they they get them a, a match next week. Uh, but then Roger Strong says he can't because his ankle is still not one hundred percent. And then Ivy Ivy says, uh, uh, "No excuses." So Roderick's like, "Okay." Yeah, it looks like they're that, that back and forth um friendly or friendly or unfriendly um ripple. It looks like, you know, Roderick Strong looks like, you know, he 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 talk he talks the tough talk, but he's not walking the walk. And who knows, it might lead down the road, maybe Diamond Mind kicking Roderick Strong out and him that's could be where his departure or I don't know, it'd be interesting there. And um by the way, not now um 
Ivy Niles was telling her to keep to put in the work strong um don't don't get discouraged support and continue working hard and that's when Roderick Strong said wait you just buried her you just destroyed her a couple of weeks ago now you're giving her these kind of encouragement you squashed her you know so it was you know I, I see what they're doing they're telling a storyline they're telling they're making it seem like you know Diamond Mine is there for encouragement you know and of course you saw the Creed giving Anofe and Blade that tag title opportunity uh you know if you want it come get it because we are uh a diamond we're the, we're the excellence you know we, we're the group of excellence and if you want a piece of us you know we know because we're on top and that's what they're trying to project here with diamond mine and i and i i personally love the 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 face aspect of the diamond mine but i want to see but there's always a rotten apple in one in every core and that looks like it's going to be rot, uh strong and we'll see where it goes with that there but all in all uh creed brothers were over with us um you know in, in person Big guys, they're they look impressive. Do they are they ready for main roster? Not yet. Um, they they still need some NXT, you know. Well, anyway, they just got the tag title runs. Let them go on a nice little, you know, dominant of the tag division. Get better. Um, I I'm pretty sure that that match with the Viking Raiders really helped them elevate. You could tell the way they were more the way they controlled the the match in, in with Dolphe and, and Blade were good. And and all in all, I I you know we enjoy watching the others keep on and defending those tackles so we move on here to the next match it was tiffany stanton versus um fallon henny uh tiffany stanton after that loss last week to in the women's to roxanne perez and the women's final she's back in the ring here all in all it was like you know let's put these two ladies out there to entertain the crowd um the match was okay match there was a little bit at times it got a little bit tiny sloppy with with Philly, um when Henley, of course i don't know it it, it was a good match because that's basically whenever you see a tiffany a tiffany strength and, and this is me being biased i'm a fan i'm a fan she's got the wwe woman's look that the mcmahon looks for um of course and, and she's really athletic with her somersaults and flips but i think she still needs a little more a little more um so she she don't project confidence yet in the ring like she's got the ability and the and the athleticism but there's like something that when she wants to do a certain moves or control the match she has a little bit of doubt i would love for her to to work with like the way cora jade had a nice um program with natalia something along the line with a veteran lady who get in there with her to help her and control the match and guide her but all in all the match was a little bit you know it's it was a little sloppy let's be honest with you i can't sugarcoat it you know we want to be it was a little sloppy um with it um and then and then out of all out of nowhere we see a distracted tiffany stranton and we see someone hopping along and it of course it was wendy chu wendy chu in a bit in a bouncing ball the gimmick i get the gimmick with wendy chu and i get it there's also young kids that they're catering to young kids and little girls of course in our in, in the audience there was a lot of young youngsters as well and they like seeing wendy chu and i get the aspect of it some folks that are saying oh that is so corny wendy chu oh my god it's nonsense it's not and wrestling is not only for adults it's also catered please remember that have that open mind wrestling is also catered for us for young children remember we were children as well when we saw the macho man take on the georgie animal steel 
you know, in, in wrestling, you know, and chasing Miss Elizabeth, you know, that storyline, Hulk Hogan, uh, especially when we get, once we get older, Brett the Hitman Hart and so forth, giving that, and not wrestling, and that's the problem, we tend to lose that essence that we think that WWE or any wrestling or has to cater to us as adults with adult themes, but in the long run, it's a wrestling, it's for children, and they want the children to watch it because they're the future of watching wrestling, future star, future viewing audience, and they got to cater to it. So, all in all, what's your thoughts, um, Samurai, on the Tiffany Stratton felon handy match and with the Wendy Chu? Um, do you get it, or do you think, um, or are you in that part that says, oh, enough with the Wendy Chu gimmick? I, it's kind of a double-edged sword because like I, I i like wendy chew but i don't like her gimmick i mean she she went i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you she went from being serious uh when she was with uh boa and and Zia lee as uh uh i can may may uh what's her name may ying because she was that 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 uh, power behind that, and then now she's she's changed to this playful character. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, because I know that she can be serious when she wants to be, and she is a good wrestler. She is. She is. Are, are you okay with the WWE? Um... Kate, I know you don't like the gimmick, but do you uh, do you understand or, or do you think it's okay for them to cater to your younger adult adult a younger audience for with the Wendy Chu with the sleepy character with the pillow, you know, with the little shenanigans with the with the like Home Alone-ish type of Dennis the Menace type of antics? I'm I'm I mean I'm okay with it. I understand where they're going with it. I just don't understand why it, it sometimes it can be too much, you know. Right. Less and and, and sorry less. to cut you off. Um, I just wanted to say to Warren Mallow, it's something different. The kids will love it. I agree with you. That's why, you know, and, and, and I'll let you finish in a second here, Samar. So you mean to interrupt. That's why I like when, that's why we have to have an open mind when we watch wrestling. Remember, we were kids, and this is why we love. And right now, we, you know, as an older adult with two of my own that are already 20-year-olds, you know, they, they love wrestling because they watch it as a kid, and they fell in love because dad was watching it. Me my grandfather showed me wrestling when I was a kid. And I loved it as an adult. And I understand that it doesn't have to cater always to me as an adult. And I and I appreciate it. Go ahead, Samurai. I apologize. I just wanted to go. No, get you, you, that you, you, you're fine. I, I, like I said, I, I, I get it. I get where they're going with it. I, I don't hate the character. It's just the gimmick is, it, 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 can, be, like, it, it can be a little bit too much sometimes. I can see as an adult, we're like, oh, come on. But I get it. I think it was funny, the shenanigans, but, you know, it it, it, it was such a distraction that you really, they, they threw out confetti, and it was a rainbow-colored confetti, of course, in in Orlando, Florida, where we're from. They were celebrating Pride, Pride Month. And, of course, the confetti was, you know, I guess it was a celebration. No problem. And, and it, it got Tiffany Stratton so... Frustrated, so crazy that she she got pinned and, and and I was like, okay, I get it, I got it. The match, I wish the match was more cleaner, more crisp. But you know, and, and it's just, I think with 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 Tiffany is she's got to know how to take control of, and she's not in the ring with a with a with a seasoned wrestling either because um you know, and they're both uninsured, but it looks sloppy. And a person personal, I watched it on TV yesterday, 
and it looked much better on television. Of course, camera angles and editing looked really good match, but in person, it wasn't that good of a match. I'm going to tell you the straight. The, I'm going to not sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you straight up. It was sloppy, uh, all in all. But now we've seen that 22 was going to have a feud with Tiffany. That's going to be the next feud, which I'm, I'm okay. You know, Barbie doll, lollipop, Barbie doll, pretty girl, daddy's rich girl. And you're going to get against the Wendy Chu with Dennis the Menace. It's going to be fun because, you know, there's little, there's young little girls that like Tiffany Stranded. They love Roxanne Perez. They like now, you know, now Wendy Chu is popular. A lot of Wendy Chu ladies, uh, young ladies t-shirts. So I get it. I get it. I, I And I, you know what? I applaud NXT on that because they're developing. Remember, they're developing storylines and character. Now, was is it going to hit in the main roster, Wendy Chu? May probably not, but she's learning how to um, extrapolate her talents in different characters. You put her in a different assets when it, and when she gets in the main roster, she knows how to placate to the to the younger lady girl. The same way Bianca Belair, she she touches every little girl's heart. There's a lot of young little girls that want to be like Bianca Belair, you know that that at the EST and. And, I, and I'm getting that. That's the development of character that they're doing in different assets with Wendy Chu. So I like that. I'm excited with it. I'm, I, I, I get it. I have the open mind for it. And I wish these critics that go in different other, you know, have their own podcast, will also see it and not just crap on it just to get a couple of people reaction for Super Chats. I mean, Super Chat, of course, we make money with the Super Chats, but tell it what's going on behind them. You know, take the mask off. It's not, you know. But I, I digress. We'll move on. We'll move on. To me personally, we saw a couple of promos. We saw the, you know, Apollo Crews cut a promo about, about what NXT means to him, which was good. It's good to see an Apollo in NXT. I'm glad that he's there. He's going to be doing really well there, in my opinion. And also we saw Last Legend taking down Alba Fire, um, taking her for her spotlight. Then they focus on each other's athletic history. They're setting up that big clash. We saw Last Legend beat her up. Last time, you know, last week on NXT in the ramp, and they're setting up a feud with these two ladies. Alba Fire, let me tell you, in being watching her in person, the crowd loves her. We all love her in NXT. Her intro coming in um, with the bat, the fire, the crowd was chanting, you know, from, from this girl's on fire, and we're like, Alba's on fire. It was beautiful, Samurai. I, 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 I wish you were there in person because you would have appreciated it. Oh well, hey, I always appreciate a, a good uh, fire. Um, yeah, I was looking at the comments, uh, and he's uh, he basically hit the nail on the head with what he said. You'll see it. Yeah, let's highlight. Let's highlight it. It says not a fan of it, but it's kind of like Nikki Cross being a superhero. NXT is focusing on just character based only in the ring ability. Well, like, but it helps entertain an aspect better. I, you know what? Perfect comment. Right on the money. I, I loved it. Um, thank you, Warren. I, uh, good comment. And also, yes, Apollo Cruz has helped the NXT ticket sale. They're touring right now up and down the whole Florida coast. And, and of course, they do their taping. They do it in Orlando in the Performance Center. And of course, that helps their ticket sales up and down. Um, I, I was tempted to go into Largo on Friday um, to see it. Um, also, they're going to do one in Orlando. Um, and and, and Apollo. I'll probably go see that one. I probably pay, you know, it's only $25 to go, you know, you know, and it's, it's not an, it's not an expensive um, venue. You go in there and you, and you, you're right there. It's very intimate. You get to see the wrestlers. You get to even speak with them, you know, two dimes, fist bump with two dimes, bomb breaker. It, it's a really nice experience just to go in NXT. 
I really, you really like if you're in the Florida area, you know, you and if you're visiting on vacation and you're here before that Tuesday, um, go Monday, sign up to their Facebook page, put yourself on the list. They'll tell you to come in. You go take up, they take, and you go go watch NXT. It's totally free. It's totally free for the NXT live, um, and, and you you'll have fun. It's a really good crowd. WWE does everything in order, everything in order, and and good show. You know, so I I advise that comes to the Orlando area to check it out. And we'll move on here to one of the matches that I was looking forward to when I heard it when I was in the arena because we me, we spoke about it and we know the feud was Wesley versus Zion Quinn. I got excited personally because I, I think Zion Quinn, uh, he's been in NXT for, for about, about a year or so or more, has the look. He has the physique, the the the, the, the look, and, the, and ring ability, and then Wesley is on fire fire too as a singles competitor and i'm like i can't wait you know we saw that quinn got injured and they tried it couldn't get this match going they finally got it going um quinn walked in into the ring so confident you could see that he's walked you know he's feeling it he's he's, he's in another level he's taking his wrestling um gimmick and microphone skill next week you'll, you'll see what i'm talking about and so forth phenomenal what's your thought on when you heard the match and what's your thoughts on the match before we tell the winner well, I mean, like you know, like 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 I said before, it, it all comes down to chemistry, and they had the chemistry that you know. But believe it or not, like it's like a almost like a, a David versus Goliath kind of situation, but not really. They they just had that that chemistry to uh, to um, you know burn the barn down, so to speak. Yeah, I was really excited. The match was. It didn't go long though. One thing about it, the match wasn't a long match. I would have liked at least 20 minutes if you wanted to, you know. But I understand that it, it, it was a long night anyway, so I understand that. And to my surprise, Wesley got the victory on Zion Quinn. I was like, whoa. I, I, I didn't, I, I did, I kind of expected Zion Quinn to win. And I got Wesley to win. And, it, and trust me, I'm not, I'm not mad with it either. I, that 50-50 booking, I was okay with either one who would won, but I personally, personally, I thought, you know what? Wesley's is like finding himself. He's now in single competition. He's, you know, with Sanga, he had an issue with him and he has like, a, you know, angry issue. Why he's, and you'll see next week what I'm talking about without making any spoilers. And he got the victory and I was like, good for him. And I was excited. I was happy for Wesley. Yeah, Wesley is great. I mean, it, it, it's unfortunate that you know he you know, his his partner got you know released, but you know that that they should never they should never release him to begin with. But that's a different story for, for another day. No, that yeah, means, we, we'll be speaking about that next week, my friend. Uh, a little spo spoiler alert. Yes, I'm Warren. I hope you enjoy that Jacksonville card. You're gonna have fun. Um, definitely if, for the little ones. You. If you have the little ones, if you go a little early, or even after the after the event is over, they will come and they will actually take pictures and they will actually have to take the time out for your little ones and they show that they care. You're gonna trust me, and it's not being biased. I'm not being a mark. WWE does not pay me, um, you know, and, and I just telling you what I'm telling you from my personal experience. You're gonna love it um, uh, on that. Um, oh, and definitely in Jacksonville, you're gonna have fun. Yeah, and. and Next week they'll they'll have a they'll not to give a spoiler they will speak about 
all this stuff with Wesley. And Wesley, he's going to take his, his talents to another level next week. You're going to be in a um, treat. You're going to have a treat on that one. Awesome. <clears throat> and looks like uh, Wesley's picking up stream as I take a moment here to call. We're having technical difficulties here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm coming off of a cold, and that's why. So tell us about a little more about Wesley and his tag team partner. Why does I get situated? Well, basically, what happened is uh, Wesley and um, Nash Carter, they were basically a tag team. And when when Wesley was uh, – not Wesley, but uh, when Nash Carter was – terminated basically for unfair reasons it just it, he just got like derailed his momentum was gone and then he you know brought it back magically it's like magic yeah that, we'll see what we'll find out more next week we saw a promo in the back we had sanga he had um yolisa lions valentina for us they were sitting there you know looking like a stud um, that he, you know, that he is in the backstage with the two beautiful ladies talking to him, and Zion and Quan and Quinn, Zion Quinn comes irate, and they got almost into a big tussle there. It looks like that's the next feud setting up there, and of course, now let me tell you something, Zanga, that's what Via Mahan should be doing in the WWE in the main roster. That Sanga role, that role of him with the two beautiful ladies in the back, and. and in a suit, even though with a little funny mustache, that's what Veer Mahan needs to be. Not that not Neanderthal that looks like a Muppet that looks cross-sided, that doesn't look like he's a, he he doesn't know how to eat with it with a fork and knife, like you know, like a brute. That's what they need to do with with Veer Mahan, man. They're like they're missing it. I, I like the character Sanga, I I really do, but I wish they would have done it with Veer Mahan and Raw, man. Uh, that's so unfortunate. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Uh, I do think that Greer needs to take a page out of Sanga's book and, uh, I guess, man up. Yeah, look, 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 look. Play the start. Put that start. You know, you know, and, and he's an Indian descent. Talk dark and handsome. This, you know, he's using that to his knowledge. I wish they would have done that with him. But we'll move from that there. Um, we get to see... The Dylads with Joe Gacy finally making their, their ring debut as a tag team against Dante Chen and Javier Bernan, Ber, um, Bernal, um, Javier. Now, everyone was cheering for Javier. I didn't even know that last name until I read, I read the thing. Everyone, I said, look, it's Javi. It's Javi. So the crowd was going crazy for Javi. Um, this match was weird. Let me tell you, it was weird. I'm expecting, you know, all right, we're going to see who these who these dyads are. They're going to take their masks. They're going to take their robes off. We're going to see ring attire. And they fought in that velvet robe. And believe me, it and we're in Central Florida, and it is warm. It was in the mid-upper uh, mid 80s, and it was warm. And, the, of course, the arena's air-conditioned. But when but with a velvet robe um, wrestling, Good luck. You know, it was like, wow, God bless you guys. And, they, and all in all, they weren't sloppy either. They didn't do nothing to write home about, but it wasn't a sloppy match. We knew, I know I mentioned there was a kid, that, uh, or, um, gentleman with his daughter, 
his little daughter and I said, boy, this looks like a, this smells like a squash. And he started laughing. It is. And, and exactly what it was. Um, although Javi did do some moves. We, we cheered for Javi. Um, and what's your thoughts on the dialect? Do you think it's something that's going to stick or do you think they're going to eventually reveal who they are and, and people are going to know maybe it's some guy from indie wrestling or something? What's your thoughts? I mean, realistically, I think that they need to not wrestle with the with the, the velvet hood and the velvet and, and, and the robe and stuff because that that doesn't look comfortable. Um, yeah, I, I do think that they're going to uh, this should this should reveal who they are. I mean, they can still be known as the dyad, but give them a personality or you know give them a name. Like they they yeah. need names. They don't they. They, they can't just be known as the diet. They have to have individual names. Yeah. And one time there, I was trying to get a chant going, what is that velvet? But I, I, I yelled it out and I got a creepy look from Joe Gacy. I was like, ooh, yeah, that guy is creepy. He plays, let me tell you something, Joe Gacy plays the role really, really good. And he just looked at me and gave me that, that creepy smile. I'm like, ooh, boy. I said, you know what? I don't even feel like yelling that no more. <laughs> <laughs> he actually yeah. in character. That look, that that creepy look that Joe Gacy. Now, let me ask you a question. Is Joe Gacy turning into a manager? Or do you think he's going to wrestle at times and just be with them? I think it's uh, going to be, <clears throat> I guess, vice versa. It's okay. going to be him and the, him wrestling and being like a sort of a manager to the dyad. Like, you know, because he can do both. Yeah, we'll see. And speaking, we'll move on from that. We'll watch where Joe Gacy and his feud goes next. No one has stepped up or they haven't presented his next feud or targets. Looks like Morley's going to concentrate on the tag team, um, you know, getting his diets going before he picks up a feud there. And we move on. Speaking of a guy who's like a manager and a ring competitor, we have a promo with Tony D'Angelo promoting his soldiers now. They're no longer soldiers. They're going to be main men or, or vice versa. They're they're going to be now. They're going to be into the soldier family. And of course, we saw Tony D'Angelo give two dimes and stacks some nice Rolexes. Of course, they were accompanied to the ring by Legado de Fantasma with Joaquin Wild and Cruz and Santo Escobar. Um, and you saw. I love. It. <laughs> we all know the news that. Two, two stacks no longer in the NXT. That's um, Donovan, Troy Donovan, no longer. He's, he's wellness policy. And when Carmelo, when I was watching the video last night and I saw Tony D'Angelo give him a, uh, an envelope full of cash, he says, hey, don't spend it. Go have you go get yourself a steak dinner. And I go, don't spend it all, kid. You're going to need to save it. <laughs> I felt so bad for him, man, because I met him there a couple times in NXT. Really nice kid, even though he's a heel. But when he leaves, when he goes around the ring, he gives you a pound. You know, so I'm backstage. Very nice kid. Really nice guy. Um, really awesome. It's sad to see him um, no longer there, especially, you know, when we see that when we go back to the next typing and he's not going to be there, it's going to be kind of sad not to see him. But that's those are the breaks. But all in all, that promo, of course, you see uh, telling the legado de fantasma to keep, they got to know how to keep their mouth shut. And he's trying to show show them that he's the boss. And then he get interrupted by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. The Don mentioned before that, the Don mentioned that he hasn't he's got 
the, he's increased the dime, but he has no title, no gold. And he's looking to get add gold to his staple, to himself. And out comes Carmelo and and his friend Trick Williams. What's your thoughts on that? Like, did you see that um for the North American title? I thought Tony D'Angelo would probably will go try to go for the Braun Breaker, the world title. Was that a I thought that was pleasant. That was uh always in the plains. I mean Carmelo, I mean, I'm not even sure what Carmelo is at this point. Is he a heel? Is he a face? I, I don't know. But I definitely I definitely know that uh, uh, um, Tony D and the family are heels, I think. But, yeah, that's, that's why they did it, because, like, they want uh, Carmelo to have opponents and none other than, uh, you know, Tony D and the Don. He's going to lose that title eventually. We don't know when. It could be at uh, Bash the Beach. I don't know. Yeah, Ambassador Beach, Carmelo Hayes is scheduled to take on Solo Sokoa for the North American title. Um, but next week, it's going to be challenge accepted. Carmelo Hayes taking on Tony D'Angelo for the North American title. The winner goes on to fight Solo Sokoa in Bash of the Beach, so it's stipulation. The winner of that match gets to go on and, and take on Solo Sokoa. Um, all in all, I'm going to tell you one, two things here on this one. Being there in person, Trick Williams, he is awesome on the microphone. That guy could cut a promo, rebuttal, play to the crowd. The crowd calls him ball boy. Ball boy. Um, they, they, they give him heat, and he gives it back to the crowd, and let me tell you, Trick Williams, he could speak it. He has the physique, the look, and the charisma to be on that mic and cut promos. I, his wrestling ability, it's okay. I've seen him wrestle a couple times. Maybe he needs that more seasoning for that. He also got the height. Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes, you know what? I can't gush anymore about Carmelo Hayes. He is awesome. In-ring competitor, he's got that, you know, right now... One thing about NXT that I, I yeah I, I like that they don't have no fear. They don't mind putting heel versus heel, face versus face. They they because the crowd is so split. They want to see the crowd gets it. Let's get some entertaining matches. Let me see. No matter face or heel, I just want to see good matches, and we get good matches in NXT. And that's why the crowd is 50-50. They cheer and they and hey, you get cheer and and the only person that I hear, the only person that don't get the 50-50 cheer and only one person cheers for him is poor Van Wagner. I'm the only Van Wagner fan. That's it. Everyone else is booing him. They can't stand him. And Grayson Waller, oh, my God. But he has a few He has a few cats that like Grayson Waller. But my point is they don't mind putting face versus face, heel versus heel. And I like Carmelo Hayes. He's got the look. And next week, I'm telling you, that's going to be a good match. Yeah, I can, I can already see it. You know, Carmelo Hayes is uh... – Good, but you know, like like Tony D'Angelo's uh, somewhat slightly better. Although we, yeah. we know who's going to win that match. <laughs> uh, well, I'm no spoiler, but remember, the winner gets to go to to Bass of the Beach uh, uh, in on the July 5th to take on Solo Sokoa. Now, next we have the World Heavyweight Champion, NXT Champion Bond Breaker takes on Duke Hudson. Of course, you saw Duke Hudson has been tantalizing, bothering, uh, messing around with Braun Breaker, wanted to get in the ring, and we finally get it. Duke tries to sneak attack Braun, 
as before the both winning belt starts. Now, this match, the highlight was hearing Braun Breaker's intro, getting psyched up for him coming to the, to the ring. Pretty much, if you want to say, without saying squash, this was kind of a squash, but this is what you want your heavyweight champion to be. You you know, people are complaining that he's a lackluster heavyweight champion, like, ah, oh, his title range is eh, nothing exciting. Well, the way he took out Duke Hudson was impressive. I mean, it was a pretty thorough match, quick match with the power bomb, the suplexes. Braun Breaker has the it factor, and pretty much that's what that match was. It was a quick, you know, showcasing your champion with some power and, and display and clean match, and I loved it. Yes, yep. I, uh, I I I tend to agree with you there. I mean, Duke Hudson, though, although Duke Hudson shouldn't be getting squashed like that, but you know he's he's too good. To, I think I think he could he could be one of the uh, one of the people that, that could join uh, Max Dupree. You know, I didn't think about that. You know what? I didn't think about that. That was a good that was a good um, call there. I didn't think about that, and, and you know maybe because after that that squash match, you don't see no more. And he leaves. And then, lo and behold, Duke Hudson leaves. Uh, and it was a complete squash. And we get a we get a music change. We get all of a sudden interruption here. And here comes Cameron Grimes coming out. And he interrupts. And, of course, he, he goes on and putting a promo that he is his father, who is Braun Breaker's father. Guess face it, he's got that title because of his dad. And no one knows his father, and we have some daddy issues there. And it's setting up that Grimes wants a title shot at Bond Breaker. It looks like we're setting up a new feud here between both of these two competitors. And of course, that is the, the, the famous picture. He was on his way cutting that promo. I'm sitting there, and he's coming up the stairs. And I was like, okay, Cameron Grimes. I don't know. Some people are complaining. Why does he get, why does he? And I heard it in other places. Oh, why does Grammy Grimes get to challenge for the world champion? He just lost the North American champion. Because that's what you do. You you you're you're gonna you move on to a newer goal. You you conquered, you were the North American champion, you lost it. Okay, you go get a higher prestige belt, and that's what he, the title. That's what you do, and that's what Cameron Grimes is doing. I think he's I think he's kind of like um, playing that tightrope of a heel face, but he's telling people the way it is. He's telling the truth, you know, and I like it. I like this new Cameron Grimes. He says, you know what? Let, forget about the cast phrases. Let's take this. Let's get this feud. Let's take it all the way to the moon. I love it. I concur with you there. I mean, like, I, I feel like Cameron Grimes, um, he is more than ready for the main roster, but you know, I I don't think they want to put one one up there yet. Um, so he'll be he'll be a really good contender for for uh, Walter in SmackDown and the uh, uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Yep, and I, I hope he I hope this matches with Braun Breaker. We get some legendary stuff, some real good classics. I hope that that program between them, um, it don't matter who wins. In my opinion, if Braun loses and Cameron wins. But I want something classic. I want some instant classic, some matches that were like, whoa, you know, so salute. Earl, would you like to join us, Earl? Give me a thumbs. Let me know um, if you want to join us and get on the NXT with us here, um, Mr. Earl Cole. 
I we break down here. Um, so we'll move on there. We will see what's going on with with Grimes. We'll see you know how that develops. And then later on, we saw also a backstage. You know, you see uh, Adolphus and Blade ready to leave, talking about let's go for the club, let's get ready to go. And you see Grimes stops them and told both men, especially Adolphe, that he has superior talent. He has the look for everything I mentioned, but he doesn't have the hunger. And worrying about the club and going there and worrying instead of getting how can I win and get better and and it shows that he's being like that type of realistic heel type of move. Like he's gonna tell you as it is what he's gonna tell you what you don't want to hear and tell you like a mirror. I loved it. I loved it because that's what you know. It it, it kind of speaks to an older man telling a young man, um, you know, hey, you're good, but. Don't get too cocky, kid. And I love it. I, I love that promo in the back from Grimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do, like I, like I said uh, before we started, I do think that Cameron Grimes does get them to open up, um, you know, uh, embrace, the, embrace the dark side, so to speak, you know. I want them to because they, 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 they are really good and you don't want them to, you know, get tossed by the wayside. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I loved it. So we'll move on from that here, um, as we're getting close here. We finally get the debut. The big debut with Giovanni Vinci. He took um, Guru Raya. Um, da Vinci finally makes it there, formerly known as Fabian Archer. And when he came out, I, I, I didn't watch Imperial, so I'm not too familiar with Imperial. I know you mentioned to me. Knowing thanks to you telling him about Imperial, Gunther, and, and, and company, Walter, and, and and everyone else part of it, he looked the part. Now, of course, he shaved his head, I, I, and I look back at some old pictures. He looks good. He looks good. Personally, I saw him wrestle, and I, like, and I said to myself, is he just here just to warm up, just a, a warm-up match? And... I won't be surprised if next week or coming up, he doesn't return back to NXT. He goes right to the main roster to be um, Max Dupree's model because he 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 looks clean cut. He his body's physique is good. Um, he he checks the boxes of what Vince McMahon looks for in in, in, a, in a wrestler and the male model situation. He fit well, and I'm like he could wrestle. You saw the power bomb. Tell me about the match there and what you thought, because you've seen him as Fabian Eitner, and they tell me and what you see here in this Giovanni persona that debut. Well, it's basically, basically, it's it, uh, it, it's just like it's like looking in a mirror uh, with between Fabian Eitner and Giovanni Vinci. I mean, they're 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 like two sides of the same coin, you know. They have he has a speed. Uh, he hasn't gotten any worse in the ring. He's getting better, actually, um, but I do think that when they were with when he was with the Imperium, that he actually didn't. He did have to work, not all at work. Um, but you know, that's just that just that's just me. I I, I watched him back in from 20, I, I've watched him since 2016 when he was in the uh, the Cruiserweight Classic. So I know more about him than anybody else. Like you know, he's athletic he's uh got a perfect uh, perfect moonsault uh you know he can he, he's strong he's uh, he's deceptively strong actually 
Um, but you know, he he hit he, he you know he hit his power bomb, the spinning power bomb, which he doesn't really hit at all. So I mean, it, it, it didn't look really good, but he hit it like cause the way he he didn't even get on over his head all the way. But it, it, it was still effective. Everyone, everyone in the crowd loved it. Um, he was, everyone liked it. Everyone knew who it was. Um, it was fun to see it. And he needs a manager. Like, you know, they're like, maybe he might not have the charisma, but I thought he was fine. I, I'm okay with it. Um, I liked it. Um, I, I think, you know, if he stays in NXT, I want to see where it goes. And if he goes to SmackDown and we see him debut Friday in SmackDown, with Max Dupree, I'm fine with it as well because he's I, – I liked it. I think he's got it. I think he's got that look, you know. He, you know, and he doesn't have to cut promos. He can have a manager, a mouthpiece in in, in Raw and SmackDown. And you, you're telling a story. And, and, boy, it'll be interesting to see in the coming weeks um, to see where they go with that. I, I, I'm, a, I'm already a fan. You know, I, I, I saw his in-ring ability. It was good. It was great. And – we shall see where it goes on from there. We saw backstage Grayson Waller interrupt Solo Sokola and talking uh, and talked his way into a match next week. Grayson Waller versus Solo Sokola um, next week. And that's going to be a surprising match um, next week. No spoilers, but it's going to be a good one. And then we have uh, the tag team, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams taking on Stack and my main man, Tony uh, Two Dines. Of course, Coming to the ring by the dawn of NXT, of course, Cruz del Toro, and uh, and and his partner on the corners. They come in, they stand on the side with the legado of the family on the side of the ring, and of course, you had Santo there as well. The match was really good. They wanted they wanted uh, legado to cheat and try to help um, take over the match and do their tactics but it didn't work out you know carmelo hayes smart move and he moved out of the way and cruz de toro accidentally caught stacks with a cross body um and Melo won with a one with a diving axe kick and of course you see a little distension and, and disruption between these guys last week we saw nathan frazier uh, with a big victory on santo escobar with the help help of distraction of uh, the tony tony d'angelo facet so do you like this situation that's fine that's playing between the, these two um the internal turmoil the the internal tor turmoil yes, yes. i love it because it's uh I, I i predicted this when when it when it happened because uh you you, you kind of see where they're going with it they're basically they're slowly turning santos escobar and legado del fantasma in the faces which they, you know, I I don't I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean I I, I like the uh, the makeup of the group. I feel like it's going to implode internally. So, and they're over the crowd in NXT love Legado de Fantasma. As soon as they come out, they're all chanting Legado. Um, they love it. Um, everyone in the in the arena goes crazy for them. They're over. Um, and we'll see. You know, it it it'd be interesting now with the aspect that. Uh, Dimes is no longer part of the, and it's not. I want to see how the creative writing is going to say. Did he leave? Did he? Did they do the write off of Erica Lopez as well, and, and say that he ran off with her, or 
something happened that he's missing and, and maybe legado de fantasma you know got rid of him you know who knows you know what what storyline it'd be interesting to see in a couple of weeks what storyline they're going to build in with with disappearance you know he took the money or he was an agent undercover agent that it was on you know hiding and trying to infiltrate who knows you know it's nxt let's have hopefully they have fun with it um with the way they're going to up there be interesting to see that but i was surprised you know williams hayes both getting the victory and of course they're they're telling us they're telling us there's a story you know there's a story being told there and i loved it you know and then you could see that santo escobar couldn't hide smiling after the don men men lost it was funny he was just laughing and laughing and laughing it was hilarious um <laughs> it was it, I, I liked it i really enjoyed that um whenever tony D'Angelo gets on on the mic and in any promos is phenomenal of course they got a little fantasma they're you know they're the facet in the nxt and i loved it so we leave it to the main event time a uh, main event for went for last night the 14th of june was toxic attraction taking on cora jade roxanne perez and indy hartwell in the six woman tag we saw mandy rose come out with toxic attraction during their entrance so the ladies um it was a good match a good clean six woman match back and forth all in all um unless until the ending of the match we saw cora jade going for a santan splash was it um yes that yes, yes that hit Gigi on the side that knocked the wind out of her me being in the front row we heard Gigi scream uh, it didn't come off on TV, but Gigi let out a yell. Ah! It was like, whoa, what that? You know, we knew right on that, right there, it was not scripted. And Gigi was holding her side really bad. And Roxanne, if you can't see it in the camera, she's facing us, the crowd. And she puts a worried face, don't know what to do. And then she just jump goes and pins Gigi softly. And the match ends. Now, Gigi stays in the ring. With the referee, they're tending to her while Toxic Attraction walks to, you know, Mandy Rose and Jace, they walk to the ape, to the Tron and they didn't know that she got hurt. You could see them whispering and telling them she got hurt and they went back to her. And of course, us as the fans, we gave her a strong ovation, a strong hand. Of course, they, they went away to commercial and they went, they showed the ladies, Cora Jade and Indy and Roxanne in, in the main ramp. And of course, they attended to her and she came out later on because they 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 spoiler they they booked they um pre-taped two shows back to back and she was fine she was okay just got the wind knocked out of her it was scary because she really let out a yell like oh and it was a little bit scary there you know because you're being so close and you hear the, the screaming it's like whoa something you know it looked i thought at first i thought it was broken ribs I was like, oh, they broke her ribs. Ugh, that's gonna be some agony and pain. But all in all, it was just the wind knocked out of her. You know, they, they caught her in, in a certain way. But the match was fine until that scare. Um, what's your thoughts? How did it look on TV? Uh, what? I'm sorry. How did the match look on TV? Uh, it was good. It was. Uh, I mean, uh, everything was uh, fluid and solid. It was out of my face. It was. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty. Pretty good. Um, the only thing I didn't understand was, uh, I didn't see her pin her. I mean, I saw her pin her softly, but I didn't, you know, I didn't see her 
necessarily where she got hurt per se, you know. Like they, it, it just didn't. It didn't. It looked like it didn't look like a, a botched uh, senton. That's what. That's that's what. What I'm going. Where I'm going with it. I looked at it again, and it wasn't wasn't that much. Much. Of, it's like because Cora Jade is bony. You know, she's awfully thin and bony, and it could be that her hip bone must have caught Gigi in, in the side pelvic on the side of her uh, abdominal, and that's what caused that that scream, that belt. Like that's what it was because. She's not heavy, but it's just bony and would just hit the right area and the solar plex could just really knock the wind out of you. And I think that's what happened with Gigi. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and- that, I think that is uh what I, cause like you you ha- you watch it back and you don't really see where it went wrong. Yeah, but, I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 you you know kind of the comments. <laughs> All in all, it was good. I really enjoyed NXT um, that first that first taping. Um, of course, we had to stay for the next one. It was a really good NXT 2.0. Um, the matches, the storyline. Again, like I tell everyone, this is a, a an developmental wrestling league. These are young men and women that are learning the wrestling game. They're learning how to be in-ring competitors. They're learning how to tell a story. Also perform for us, a live audience, as well as audience on television. And they want to captivate us, entertain us, and get the role of the crowd while while doing their job in the ring as competitors were not botching moves. And there was not many botches. Yes, was there a couple sloppy matches? Yes, there were. We mentioned them as our review. But all in all, it was very entertaining, very fun. Uh, as an as a, uh, audience member, I enjoyed it. I got up, applaud every one of those moves, the chops, the the... The, all the moonsaults, all the suplexes, all the arm bars, everything, even the introduction, the, play, the plantering and the plantering back and forth with the crowd, with us working us over, they did their job. And NXT, that's what you want. You're learning. They're learning this. This is, and Like I said, if you want to see, see professional wrestling without no botches, you go, please go watch AEW, NXT, TNT, and that's that. And you can watch TNA, I mean, and, and you can watch that. But this is developmental. You have to have an open mind. You have to put yourself and identify yourself like if you're the wrestler wrestling for the very first time as we get Samurai back in. So what was your thoughts on the whole and all NXT um, last night 2.0? Uh, I'm going to give it a B minus. Okay. Okay. I, I get that's a good grade. Good solid grade there. It was a good show, and I enjoyed it. You're going to enjoy next week as well. Next week is, again – it's going to be a really good show. It's good. You're going to enjoy it. Um, the matches, um, the, 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 all, all the old storyline. Um, so you're going to see certain play, certain wrestlers that you didn't think of. Um, without being spoiler, take, take the microphone and cut a nice promo. I was really impressed with it. I was very happy with it. And you're going to see. You're going to see it, and you guys are going to enjoy it there. That is our NXT coverage. Now, we got a few more minutes before we got to get going. Let's, we didn't get to do SmackDown because I was a little under the weather um all in all we're not going to review match for match we're just going to go with the main uh, um emphasis of smackdown last week was we have a new intercontinental champion formerly nxt we all knew him as walter now he is known as gunther personally what's your thoughts on gunther becoming the new wwe intercontinental champion i mean i liked it you know i mean i just i i like it i mean he deserves something because he's uh 
dominant. You know, he um, he has. I mean, the only thing that that I don't like is uh, what's uh, Ludwig Kaiser. His uh, he gets no reaction when he comes out. Like if you if you hear it, there's no reaction. So yeah. I think he should he should he should have really just realistically stayed as Walter. Um, I like the Gunther, but he's being Gunther is being introduced to a new audience. Now here's what I'm going to tell you: if Gunther or, or Walter gets over with the crowd, look at circle this date on your calendar, July fifteenth. July 15th. The reason why, why July 15th, DX? That is when WWE SmackDown comes to Orlando. And guaranteed, everyone in Orlando knows who is Gunther and Walter. And and uh, um, his partner, Ludwig. Now, if they don't get a big pop, then I know that character isn't really him. Because I think he is going to get a big pop, especially now with the belt, the title. And I think he's going to get into a good pro this week. I, I was thinking a little bit because we all know this weekend, this Friday night, a um, couple days from now, we're going to have the world unified champion, Roman Reigns, making an appearance against Riddle. And we're like, can is Riddle really going to win the, the, the undisputed heavyweight champion? A lot of folks said no. A lot of folks said maybe. I'm thinking 50-50 booking. I'm thinking I, I could see a, a road where they're going to give the straps to Riddle. And since Roman Reigns is not working until next, until Raw in Madison Square Garden, that's the next time he's going to come out uh, in any, make an appearance uh, in, on the 25th of July. I'm saying to myself, maybe Riddle wins and, and, and we want to see champion because ratings are increasing. Folks are talking. People want to see. Also, I said to myself, I thought about it. Uh, um, today, early at work, when I, you know, I go, you know what? Could it be that Gunther might interfere in this title match and start a program and, and with Riddle? How are you going to get someone so much pop and heat if a Gunther goes and tries to go after a Riddle and make a name for himself? He's the champion. Riddle's going to, and, and Riddle's trying to try, and, and, and Gunther just continues and being an obstacle for Riddle. What's your thoughts on that one? Or is it too I mean, it, it, it works on paper, but then you have to remember that Riddle's on Smack, uh, Riddle's on Raw. So I mean, unless they 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 continue to bring him SmackDown, I don't see how it works. Okay. You have to, I mean, unless they they they're, they're slowly getting rid of the brand split, which I hope they do, because like they really don't need it. They have they 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 unify the tag titles, they unified the world titles. What's next? The women's titles. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. But that's what Gunther needs. He needs to go after someone who has a lot of name, you know, who has a recognition, who's over, who is established superstar, that he's just going to go and just become, make a pain. You know, Ricochet was good and Ricochet, but his title reign wasn't so exciting to where you're, you know, reading it. Hey, heck, he didn't even defend his, his uh, title on a pay-per-view. So that tells you about you know his intercontinental title run, defense, and he was left off numerous. Um, uh, he wasn't even in WrestleMania. He didn't even defended the IC title in WrestleMania. That's how much he told you, you know. And now with a guy like Gunther, the way he looks, the persona, the the the, the promos, the way they get there, they introduce 
you could see that as a pay-per-view as a heel you're like oh my god i can't stand this eastern european dude that because someone squashed him you know and this that could you know could set up a, a next all-american uh mcmahon champion that wants to go out there and try to feud with him you know and that's that's just me thinking outside the box there because i think gunther is a good wrestler i, I you know he, he, and I like it. I'm, I'm I'm happy that he got the belt. I'm glad the title. I'm glad that he's the cha- intercontinental champion. I think the uh, uh, of a heel like his, where where I think could actually really is good for what the intercontinental title needs. Indeed, indeed. As long as uh, <laughs> it is, it is the workhorse championship for a reason. I, I, now, if they, if if he depends in on on you know. Not, I would say weekly, but if he depends it like every once in a while, and you know, I can get behind it. Um, and they need to they need to start booking the champions on pay, on pay per views, man. That's what I want. We all want the kind of championship on a pay per view. Doesn't matter where it is on the, on the card, as long as it's not on the pre show. But it needs to be on the card somewhere. And you got a you got a wrestler who could carry that, who has that persona, that look, and could get that heat. That is needed to bring that to the and i'm not saying ricochet didn't have it ricochet was a, is a hell of a wrestler one of the one of the best there you know a, a fellow a fellow orlando resident like myself is ricochet and, and he does he just didn't have it it for for to transpire into a pay-per-view and hopefully Kunter, you know could be that wrestler and i think he is i think he is remember july 15th when we do the when we go come on the 16th to do the the smackdown review we, you know, hopefully we hear the prop, the, the pop of the crowd in Orlando. Because guess what? They gave up. They, I wasn't one of the lucky ones. Maybe there's still time. There's still time. But I wasn't one of the lucky ones to get um, VIP or, or tickets to SmackDown. That were giving them out on NXT for um, fan appreciation, and we were we just didn't win that. We didn't have the luck that night. We had T-shirts. We just didn't get. You know, it was front row seats. I was like, oh man, I would love it. You know how would it help the heal the ring podcast i would have t-shirts made heal the ring podcast for me and my wife when we go in front of front row and 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 uh smackdown on 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 fox where you know the very front row you'll see my 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 fat face there sitting there and on ringside it would have been phenomenal i think it would i think it would have been poof. i'm already in the usa network and and i mean it was exciting and now and, and fox it would have been it would have helped the, the channel and the program immensely but fingers crossed they're still giving out free tickets hopefully in a couple of weeks in bachelor beach when i get there and hopefully we could get um raw tickets hopefully fingers crossed there but all in all we shall we want to thank everyone for the nxt heal the ring review i am bs for jedi kev i'm with the samurai from the heal the ring podcast we thank you guys i hope you enjoy the what the uh program and we thank you so much for your support and love. And thank you, Hector. We thank you, Warren uh, and Earl. Um, Warren, I hope you have a good time in Jacksonville. Um, let us know um, how it goes when you go see NXT in Jacksonville. You're going to like the, the NXT program, especially the with, with the ladies. They fight really well. You know, Hopefully, Nikita Lyons might return soon. Um, they mentioned they tease her returning. And um, anything you want to go um, put in here, um, Samurai, any news or notes that you heard of or anything like that? Uh, No, not really. All right. So that concludes our program. Once again, you guys have a blessed night. Stay, um, stay tuned for Yankee Watch Along Baseball with the BX Sport Jedi Kev. The Tampa Bay takes on the New York Yankees. I will be back in about another hour, uh, roughly about an hour to start 7 o'clock for the first pitch. And we'll be back here. 
from me to you remember pin the competition get over in life do not get do not tap out always always put yourself over it always strive for excellence here and we are the heel of the ring podcast and if you ain't down with that we got two words for you just subscribe we'll see you next time here you people bought a ticket to see me so shut up So mad, there's no control. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case so you bad, live I'm under like, a rock, I might you grab a bat. I don't know my rap. My blood boils over like. Oh God, here goes. I lost all feeling from my head to my toes. You said some shit that I can't let go. So just stay tuned for the rest of the show. So have you ever felt betrayed? Switch is how you see things. Realize something needs change. Cause I know you got me fucked up. Let me show you what's up. Cause enough is enough I'll take a face full of payment Just to make a statement I know there's no turning back Oh god, adrenaline wasted So mad I can taste it I know there's no turning back I'll do what it takes I ain't making mistakes like that I'll play it on your face Just to make you go take it back I'll lose my shit I go crazy when I'm Everybody! <laughs>